I'm so legendary, that's why I stand out. 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 Thank God for making me. You're now tuned into the Midas Touch Podcast. I am your host, Kai King, and today we're going to be talking about money, right? I know a lot of you guys love money, and I hear the saying a lot that cash is king. Actually, that is not true, and I'm going to tell you guys why in a minute. But before we even get into the whole topic of money and stuff like that, I just want to explain to you guys uh, what the bartering system is, because I think that's very important for people to understand before they even understand uh, what money really is, right? So, see, when we talk about money, a lot of people just think about paper, right? Um, they think about currency, coins, but before all of that existed, right, there was other types of money that people actually used. For example, uh, let's say See, back in the days, right, um, there were a lot of merchants and traders and, you know, basically people who would make their own stuff and then sell it. And, of course, there's no way one person or one household uh, would be able to make everything, right, like shoes, clothes, like basically everything that, that you have right now, you bought it from somewhere, right? Like you can make some of the stuff, but there is no way you can make all of it. So I'm going to use my two best friends as an example to explain to you guys how the bartering system worked and why that led to, you know, the paper money we have now and the coins and stuff. So let's say I made shoes, right? Like I made shoes and my two best friends, Raul and Rocco, Raul, he has a farm of cows and Rocco has a farm of chickens. So if I wanted to if I wanted to like get the cow from Raul, I'm like, hey, Raul, I want some cows, but I only have shoes to to trade for you. Raul is going to be like, no, I want chickens. I don't I don't want shoes. So what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to be like, hey, Rocco, um, can I trade you X amount of shoes for X amount of chickens? And I'm going to have to hope that Rocco says yes, because if he doesn't say yes, then Because Rocco might tell me, oh, but I don't want shoes. I want this. I want that, right? So I'm going to have to go to another person to get what I need to trade Rocco for his chickens. So I go back to Raul and give Raul the chickens so I can get my cows. You, You see how complicated the bartering system is? Because sometimes what you have at hand might not be something that the other party wants. So you're going to have to go through maybe like six to 20 people before you could get whatever you need in order to exchange for whatever you need. I'm sorry if I lost you guys, but that's pretty much what the bartering system was. It was really complicated, all right? If you guys didn't understand all of that spiel, just understand that shit is complicated. So then we come up with, oh, but, so so back to the topic of money, right? So that's what money was, right? Pretty much whatever you have at hand that's valuable to you, that you can um, exchange with somebody else to get what you want is basically money, right? So for example, nowadays, why do people once grow their Instagram and their Facebook and their followers and stuff like that? Because your name could be money. Like like Mike Tyson, right? Um, one of my favorite boxers, hands down. But 
Uh, everybody knows that Mike Tyson, he made like over $300 million at one point, and then he went broke, right? But his name is still worth money. So all Mike Tyson needs to do is be, be uh, Mike Tyson's name can easily make him a millionaire because all he needs to do is just sign a contract to a movie. He could easily make six figures. So that's why that's why a lot of people you see they try and grow their followers, get the attention and stuff like that because they want their name to be worth money too, right? Like for example, let's say a food influencer. Let's say I was a food influencer, and um, restaurants know me, right? Chefs know me. So if I go into a restaurant, they'll be like, "Oh my God, that's Kai," and I'll be like, "Hey, listen, man, I ain't really got cash on me today." But if you guys give me X, Y, and Z for free, I'll give you a shout out on my Instagram. And to them, that might be worth even more than the paper I have in my pocket, which is my cash. You see, so money isn't just necessarily paper. That's something you guys need to understand too. But um, the four basic characteristics of money, right, like or medium of exchange, that's why uh, the government created cash right? Like the paper, the coins that we're using right now is because it could be used as a medium of exchange, something that everybody recognizes. So if I wanted to get cows from Raul or chickens from Rocco, I don't have to go through X, Y, and Z to trade this for that, to trade this for that in order to get this and then be able to trade for that, right? I could just give them money, cash, and they'll gladly accept it. So um, oh, back to what I was saying. So the four characteristics of money like the paper money the cash the u.s dollars that we're using right now it has to be and and then a lot of people ask me this question too i'm sorry that i'm deviating you guys could see that <laughs> my my mind is like racing like i think quicker than i can speak that's why i choke sometimes because i'm thinking so fast and if you guys notice elon musk on interviews like same thing happens though i'm not saying i'm elon musk but that's another story so um that's why a lot of people, when they ask me, uh, can, is cryptocurrency money or do you see potential in cryptocurrency? You see, I do believe cryptocurrency can be used as money because it fits these four criterias to become a medium of exchange or the newer uh, way of, you know, uh, the newer type of medium of exchange. Medium of exchange, like I said, is when, you know, everything meets in the middle and people recognize it, recognize that like everybody, it's like a universal thing, right? That's how we should look at the term medium of exchange is universal. Everybody recognizes it. So the four characteristics for money is one, it has to be durable, right? Like let's say I only had shoes, eventually shoes will wear out, right? But uh, coins and stuff like that, um, the paper money, the material that they use, it's pretty durable, right? It doesn't um, get damaged too easily. So there's that. And then the divisibility, like for example, if Raul sold cows and I sold shoes, I can't split my shoes like in half and here, like here, Raul, you take half of this shoe, Rocco, you take half of this shoe. Let me get some cows and chicken, man. They, they're not going to do that. They're going to want the whole shoe. And same goes, Raul can't just give me, um, a cow leg for a shoe if I want a whole cow, right? So but money is divisible, right? Mathematically, it could be divisible. Um, and then transport to, uh, and being able to transport it, obviously, right? It's it's harder to transport cows and chickens opposed to transporting, right, paper, which is the money and the coins and stuff. And then obviously, 
you got to be able to market in a way where people can't counterfeit it, right? So, so those are basically the four characteristics, right? The durability, the divisibility, the transportability, and um, not being able to counterfeit, not being able to counterfeit it. So, I believe cryptocurrency met, um, meets all those four criteria as well, which is why it could be used as a medium of exchange. See, money actually had value at one point when it was backed by gold meaning like literally the piece of paper that you own was backed by gold so literally you could ask for gold back right like instead of getting the just the paper now the money that we're like the us i'm just going to talk about us dollars because i'm not familiar with other currencies but i would say they more or less work the same way is we're not backed by gold anymore so nothing backs that piece of paper up other than our belief in the government because back then people know it's like oh if i get this piece of paper i have that much gold in reserve that i could demand for but eventually what happened was with world war ii and the depression right people were starving they started hoarding the gold so it was hard to basically meet the demand of gold versus the amount of paper that they had right and that's the reason why in 1971, President Richard E. Nixon uh, took the gold standard off the dollar. So in other words, our money really isn't worth anything. It's not backed by anything. There is no intrinsic value. There is no real value behind the pieces of paper we're carrying in our pocket other than the belief that the people have in the government. Because as soon as we lose belief in the government, the, the dollar basically loses its power. Uh, people won't recognize it anymore. So that's why I'm trying to tell you guys that cash is trash. It really doesn't do anything for you unless you exchange it for something. So I'm going to tell you guys a few things you guys could do with your money to get a return on investment right away, right? Because when you have the money sitting in your bank account, all right, every dollar you have saved in your bank account, the bank is able to lend $10 back out as credit. So every dollar you have saved in your bank, the bank lends $10 more, $10 out, all right? So that's that's something that I wanted you guys to know because the bank is basically using your money to make more money and your money is just sitting there collecting pennies, literally pennies, right? Because we know the interest rates aren't all that at all. So that's why I say cash is trash unless you put it to work. And that's why I like to put it into stocks, right? Because when I'm buying a stock, I'm buying a share of a business and the business is producing things. It's It actually does something for me. The, the business is going to run. It's going to expand. It, it, it turns into another company, a brand. So it's just more valuable than it sitting in the bank. See, like uh, Pablo Escobar, right? One of the one of the most notorious like kingpins that we know from Colombia, he used to lose like a billion dollars a year from saving his money because the rats would eat through all of it. So that's what's happening to us, except obviously the rats aren't eating through our money, but inflation rates are eating through our money. And inflation rates is basically saying that things will get more and more expensive. And Inflation rates increase every single year between 2.75 to 3%, right? And I'm going to give you guys an example uh, so you guys understand how inflation works. Um, See, I'm, I'm a 92 baby, 
And I think a lot of people listening probably would be able to relate to what I'm about to tell you. See, when I was in middle school, a bag of chips was 25 cents. And I think the bigger bag was like 50 cents. Now a bag of chips is minimum like two to three dollars. And that's because of inflation rates. And another way to put it is the same the, the million dollars that you had in your bank account 20 years ago, if you were just sitting on it collecting interest, you're losing buying power. That the same million dollars you had uh 20 years ago, it might only be able to buy like $800,000 worth of stuff. So your money is basically depreciating every single year that you're not investing, which is why I'm saying cash is trash because it doesn't really do anything for you unless you put it to work. It just loses its buying power. And that's why people buy real estate because they're banking on the appreciation at least every month. Uh, It generates income for them. So we gotta, we gotta just put our money to work, man. Like we gotta buy things. And and a lot of you guys don't want to buy stocks and stuff like that. Uh, and you guys might like to buy clothes and stuff like that. That's cool too because sometimes, right, certain exclusive things, certain exclusive uh, shoes, right, when you buy it, you could resell it. Um, it, it it basically gives you more value than, than it just sitting there. And um, what about household stuff, right, like toothpaste? I always tell my wife, I'm like, every time you go to – Go to the supermarket. If you see the toilet paper uh, is on sale, buy buy a shit ton of it. If you see toothpaste on sale, buy a shit ton of it. Because I know that these things will only get more and more expensive as you know time goes on. So it's better to just buy right now that it's like at a lower price. Because I'm getting a return on my investment right away. Because it's something I got to use, and I bought it at a lower price. So hopefully. You guys understand why cash cash is trash and savers are losers because, like I said, your money needs to work for you to build more money so you so so you could basically maintain your buying power. The whole thing about investing, aside from obviously making money and growing your wealth, is to maintain your buying power. You don't want the same dollar that you're holding in your bank account today to be worth like twenty five cents. Uh, 10 years later, 20 years later, because you just left this sitting in the bank. You don't want to do that. All right. And that's happened to a lot of people uh, who don't have the financial education. Like I have people come up to me. They're like, they're, they're so excited when they're like, oh, I put my money in this savings account and it gives me 0.25% a year. Like it's a lot. That's garbage. I'm sorry to say, because you're not even beating half of the inflation rate. The inflation rates, like I said, is anywhere from 2.75% to 3%. It might even be 2.5% to 3%, but still, right? You you want to be able to get into an investment that beats inflation rates. And that's why a lot of people are very happy with stuff like mutual funds. Oh, it gives me 7 to 12% a year. Like to me, that's not a great return, but to average people who don't really have financial education, yeah, to them, it is a lot and it's steady. It is a good thing, right? Because not only are they maintaining their their cash as buying power, but it's also giving them a little bit extra on top of that. And that's why people are so happy about it. But, you know, really get your financial education up. Keep following these podcasts where right? I'm going to be dropping gems. Like these are things that took me years and years, you know, reading and research to accumulate. And I'm able to give it to you guys 
within 15 to 20 minutes. So I hope this got, this helped you guys. And until next time, remember to follow uh, my Instagram. It, it should be in the description below. And also remember to join my investing program or share it with your friends. Whoever is a beginner who's looking to get started, we have everything that you need to turn you from a beginning uh, from a beginner to a successful investor. So until next time, guys, stay safe out there. I'm so legendary, that's why I stand out. I'm so legendary, that's why I stand out. I was only seven when these soldiers went to heaven. As I get older, my story gets told in the end. Remember to mention me as a legend. On top of buildings, that's where I stand now. Shout out to Crack, shout out to Stealth, shout out to Rondu. Legendary.